What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I gotta update my uh, my title. What's going on there? What happened there? You, I need the, you, you gotta I need update the, what there? I need to update the E and the R. Put the E and the R in there. It says super super. I'm gonna just go with super. You going super yeah, super S U P E R one day super. That's how you want to start it. Yeah, I want. To. I, I, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Uh, hey man, what's good? It's your boy Pat the designer back at it again, joined by the super producer Joel Holt in the building. <laughs> See, he wants to animated. He wants the hard R on the uh, on the. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a I, minute. Thought, I thought that's what you were saying that you wanted to have the hard R on. You just it. had to go there. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I just, that's I was questioning what you were saying. I, I thought am, that's what you said. You know, we're coming in hot, and you know what? I got my soundboard working properly too, so I got all the stuff. Yeah, you're having too much fun back there. <laughs> yes. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Pat, the designer, back at it again, yeah, man. Baby. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got me coughing already. Hey, man, listen, we got a jam-packed show for y'all today. Friday, finishing out the week right. Uh, we got a preview, of course, this Bears versus Lions game. This is a major game for the Chicago Bears heading into this one. And then uh, we got to get into hardball to the Bears. Could that possibly be a real scenario? We'll talk about a report that has that as a possibility. And then the Friday free-for-all, all that and more in today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Uh, leave that five-star review if you're on the podcast side. You know what to do. Hey, man, uh, it's it's Bears-Lions week. Y'all already know this is uh, the one week outside of Bears-Packers week that, for me, is the most hated week. I hate everything about Detroit, that municipality or uh, whatever it is at this point, man. Like, I can't stand anything about Detroit, and I am glad that – uh, I, I'm always happy leading up to this week, except for this year. <laughs> this is usually a good week for me, except for this year, because I have to give credit where credit is due. The Detroit Lions are a good football team. And I mean, listen, they, they are going to come in. They're going to get a Bears, everything they got sitting there at seven and two Bears right now at three and seven. I mean, it's it's 
It's going to be a tough one for the Bears. I think there are some things that the Bears can do well in this game. We'll jump into all of those. Uh, Joel, what are your feelings around this game? I mean, you got the revenge game for Monty. You got a ton of storylines on here. What are your thoughts on this game? I'm hoping this is a trap game and that uh, this is the first time, I think, all season that the Bears actually have everybody for the most part. The running game, the offensive line, yeah. fields. We have Montez Sweat now. Yeah. You have most pretty much all the defensive players. Is um I don't remember if Tremaine Edmonds is back. Is he back? Tremaine Edmonds probably is not gonna be back for this game. He's questionable right now. Bears come in with a lot of injury right now. Him and Jack Sanborn both questionable for this game. Okay. Noah Sewell will not play. So with the secondary, I'd like to see that we see some fireworks or something. Yeah. Uh to me, this has to be a statement game because to me, this is my biggest issue with the Bears has always been playing, not showing up at, at the top competition and looking like you don't belong there. Yeah. So you look like, okay, if even if the Lions somehow win, at least look like it's a competitive game. I want you to win, of course. Well, technically I don't because I want better draft picks. But anyways, uh, with that being said, I, I just want them to look like they belong on the field instead of looking like some chumps and then we get beat. Yeah, I think that this is a game where, right, like they're going to challenge that. The Bears right now, the second best run defense in the NFL. Bears coming in a little bit banged up, but they're going to challenge you for that. They're going to say, listen, we got David Montgomery. We got Jameer Gibbs. We're trying to run this football down your throats and make sure that you know that you're not the better team here. Uh, as far as the injury report right now goes, Kari Blasen game was a full go. He's going to play. Nate Davis is a full go with the ankle. He's going to be back as well. Limited today for Tremaine Edmonds. He's questionable. I would expect him probably not to play because the only uh, uh, playing time that he got was the uh, walkthrough, or pretty much uh, today's day. Uh, Justin Fields, a full go. He's back. That's good to hear. Deontay Foreman, questionable as well. That is a big one because Courtney Cronin talked to me over on the Chicago Bears podcast. She said when he left that game, there was a noticeable limp with that ankle. Remember, yeah. he sprained that ankle during that last game versus Carolina, ended up coming back in, fighting through it, but there was a noticeable limp, so we'll see what that's going to be. Khalil Herbert should be back. I mean, they got they they they've got to open up a roster spot for him, though. Somebody's got to get cut. They this drafted, may be they the week. They uh, Darrington Evans. You didn't see that? Oh, they dropped Darrington Evans today? He got, he got oh, I dropped. missed that. Uh, maybe it was yesterday. Or yesterday? Dropped. I missed that. Yeah, he got dropped. Supposedly. Oh, man. So then the roster spot is open. Dang it. At least that's what the internet we're said. We're cutting Darrington Evans and we're not cutting uh, we're not cutting Bayless Jones at this point, bro? Well, that's that's what the internet says, and I believe everything on the internet. So. Baki, Baki, you got a uh, Baki, you in here? Uh, was Darrington Evans cut yesterday? I, I trust Baki. Yeah. Although he's been a little bit up and down. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's been a little bit what up and down. This, we, we got a little with nervous the, with the bit, chat. Dude. We see uh, Jordan in there. He said he said there's a lot more Pokebag cards on the. On yeah, the yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, Shout out to the chat. I man. got a few more uh, holders so I can find put my other uh, the other cards. Yeah, we got we getting the table in order, man. We yeah. got a lot more swag coming yeah, in on swag. the table, man. Can it's we, it's put, looking good. It's looking great, man. We got Sayers, Buffon. Yeah, we we Pat and I. We were hanging out with the legendary Hall of Fame. We were. Shout out Chicago Sports Podcast, man. Had me over there. Got to interview uh, Dan Hampton yesterday. That was fun time. Yeah, and he's every bit of six foot six. Oh my goodness! He grabbed my shoulder, and I was instantly terrified. <laughs> oh, I felt like he sent the fear of every offensive player that ever had to stand across from him into my soul yesterday <laughs> when he grabbed me by the shoulder, bro. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, that must be an old school thing too, because Thayer does the same thing to me. Yeah. 
Whenever well, I talk what, to Tom Thayer, like he's like he's like I'm a grabber, baby, and like grabs you by the shoulder. It's like where am I going? I'm I'm with you. He's going to direct you. That's he's going to direct me, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was cut. Yes, he Baki did confirm uh, your report that Derrickson Evans was cut. Uh, but no, it's it's just that I I don't know, man. Like I look at uh, so Khalil Herbert probably is going to be back there. Jack Sanborn as well. Like I said, he's questionable. Noah Sewell is out. We haven't seen much of Noah Sewell today. Had an issue with the knee, ended up tweaking that. And Terrell Smith, a full go. So that's good to hear that the secondary kind of getting itself back in order. Here's the one thing that I want to see the Bears be able to actually take advantage of, and it's this offensive line. Um, looking at the offensive line, of course, the conversation has been fully on Justin Fields, but you're going to get Aiden Hutchinson pretty much going out there. And he is the Lions pass rush. Yeah. He is all they have on the season. These are PFF numbers, which I always say this. Take PFF numbers with a grain of salt. If the eye tests don't match what the numbers are, it's probably uh, uh, BS. But they do put the advanced stats together well. Aiden Hutchinson has had 52 pressures uh, on the season. He's top 10 in the NFL on that quarterback pressures. His pass rush win rate is 19%. That is top 15 in the league. If you look at a guy like John Kaminsky, who's kind of been able to move inside, outside, but he's played a lot on the inside, the Lions don't have another edge rusher with over 20 pressures on the season or a pass rush win rate of more than 10%. This is a game for the offensive line to go out there and try and do everything that they can to make Justin Fields transition back into the quarterback spot a lot easier. You get Nate Davis back. It's going to, I feel like the first quarter, there's going to be some bumps and bruises and hopefully they're able to settle in after that. But I really want to see this offensive line win the day versus a Detroit defense. That's going through a little bit of turmoil. I mean, dog, they just signed Bruce Irving. Bruce Irving is 36. Well, the Lions did. Yeah. He's still, well, that's, that can still have positive results. I mean, he's a, he's a pass rush specialist type dude i mean he only got to play probably so many snaps so i mean i don't think that's necessarily bad what i what i'd like to see to me this game means a lot like this because there's nobody else outside of maybe minnesota yeah that like all the games matter and this is a real test to show there's no excuses there's no excuses of coaching yeah uh even the quarterback play like we've had time and you got you've gotten actually better with defense with having montez sweat there so we should see something, and otherwise, hey, maybe as we're foreshadowing to the other topic, where we get some real coaching in here, because I don't. There's no excuses. I, I want to see either Harbaugh. I mean, sorry. oh, sorry. I want to see Ebrflu. Yeah, excuse me, Ebrflu. Sorry, <laughs> Ebrflu <laughs> or uh, you know Getsy. Like, I want to see a complete game plan. It looks like you actually scheme to win this game and not playing scared. Like, yeah, I want to see Fields throw three touchdowns or do just look dynamic. Not this boring stuff that we were watching last few weeks. Well, I think that's the, the – this is – to me, this is proving that the two games is real. <laughs> Don Burr, just listening and collecting receipts. <laughs> hey, I love Don Burr. I love Don Burr, bro. I love Don Burr. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I got to be the only Bears channel that don't got him blocked. I got to be the only one, bro. He's one of my favorite people in the world because he comes in here every week. Every. No matter whether the Bears week. are playing the Lions or not. Uh, but no, I just, I, I look at, um, I, I think that this week is a week where to me, you say to Justin Fields, okay, prove to me that those two weeks were real. Right. Prove to me that what we saw versus Washington, what we saw versus Denver 
was real and that the fact that you didn't have your starting center is the because that's been my biggest thing. Everybody always talks about, you know, what what happened with Justin. Why was Tyson able to go out there and be good and successful and stuff like that? Well, yeah. In my mind, you gave him the guy who and Lucas Patrick is not an elite center. I'm not sitting here saying that. But in in that in my opinion, you gave him the guy that Justin Fields had success with. Whether that's a good thing or not, the fact that he could snap the football was very important. Cody Whitehair couldn't. Everyone agrees that that was a major issue in that Minnesota game, and yet everyone still looks at Justin and says, you got to get it done. Like that, that to me is mind-blowing. But all of that is null and void if now you go out there. This is the best-case scenario for you. This is a scenario that we came into the season saying if you can have success, you you that Justin Fields should be able to have success in this. Mm-hmm. Your receivers are healthy. Your tight end is healthy, as healthy as you can be at this point in the season. Your tight end is healthy. Your offensive line is as healthy as it's been. <coughs> Excuse me. I knew it was coming. Is it as, as healthy as it's going to be? And this is probably your best case scenario for your run game. You're getting Khalil Herbert back. He's coming off the ankle. Hopefully he'll be able to go out there and give you some good production. And you now have Roshan Johnson. Hopefully Deontay Foreman's still active for this game. Like, this is the best case scenario offensively you're going to get. If you can't compete with this versus the big dogs, then, yeah, we can start to have the the conversation on what some of the other issues are with this team. And if that issue is the quarterback, I'm willing to have that conversation. These next seven games, Justin Fields has to prove without a shadow of a doubt that I can make plays no matter what the scenario is. It shouldn't matter that my coaches are putting me in the best position because I'm a playmaker. Well, let's just say this. like I think as we've been watching this team the whole season, and what we're going to look at is that there's there's play calling versus the execution of the play call, right? So it's one thing where the screen king goes crazy and he's ordering up all these goddamn screens. Going hard, going hard on the screens. Then there's yeah. a situation where he did call a good play, but then did Fields not see the open man? Did he – whatever. So that's what we've got to be careful to look at. Like maybe Getsy does call a good you know, game. And yeah. it's just that he didn't execute what we want. You know, now maybe he tried to play a uh, call a good game last game against with Bajent, but Bajent couldn't. His limitations wouldn't let him. Yeah. So I, I want us to see how that works, and I think we're probably looking at strength versus strength, right? The it's the offense of the Bears against the with the offense of the Lions. They they I know that the Lions say that the offense is their strength, and yeah. we're not the Bears. We we have to score thirty points, hundred percent to 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 a degree to win these games. Now, yeah, because they've been what well, they what they they lost. Did they win? When they what? beat they beat Carolina. That doesn't really. I mean, we won. Yeah, yeah, like that against a really bad team. This this team, we're gonna have to put up some points to beat this squad. Period. So I'm very excited to see the game Sunday. Like I got my guys coming over. We just gonna watch the game because this 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 should actually be worth watching. And I think this has all the implications of what they're gonna be doing going into the going into next year. I think this is the most important game that Matt Eberflus is gonna have coach because I think the the outcome of this game and not win or loss. But the intensity that this team fights with Mm -hmm. will dictate his future with this team. Yeah. And I know it's still a week-to-week thing, right? But I think that these – right? Like, if you end up winning the last three games of the season, you're talking about the Cardinals – the Packers and the Browns and no, the Vikings. Brown, Browns actually might be interesting. Uh, well, defense, they lost to Sean. That Watson. defense is ridiculous. But they lost to Sean Watson. That defense is crazy. 
Yeah, but you know that means they're going to be on the field a lot and they're going to get tired. Uh, well, that's the hope. Well, I that's mean, the hope there. If cotton. you're always on defense, you know uh, you're uh, going uh, to get tired. That's the hope there, Cotton. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm like just saying, you know, F and A, Cotton, Cotton, you know, F and A. So I, I don't know. I think that these we could could this team somehow make the play that we thought they should have been like a, a playoff contender can they they could they reel off and literally go 10 and 7 because they kind of have a full team and they just go on a win streak that yeah. just you know like to me this is the game that says that because even if they go nine and eight it's like well, you just basically made it in the middle of the pack. At least it seemed like it was a successful season. At least 10 wins to me is a form of a success. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's there's a long way before we get there. I think that let's let's win a couple of games in a row. Let's let's check off two games in a row. And I, I'm be real with you. I don't expect us to get it this week. I got like <laughs> find two wins in a row, but like I don't expect us to get it this week. I just don't. So it's like for me, when I look at you know, going up against this Lions team, the, the most important thing that, that you can do right now is just keep this game close until the end of the game. You know, I've been very consistent about how this cover two t defense works, right? Every good quarterback to a degree beats this defense. And is Jared Goff, <laughs> is he considered good or great that he can dissect this cover too. Usually the tight end gives us problems. And I think they actually have a serviceable tight end. The oh, Chargers man, did it against Sean, La Sean Laporta got, got some game. Yeah. So I like that. I like that young man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, why'd they get rid of Hawk? And then I saw Sean Laporta yeah. and I was like, all right, well, I get it. Yeah. So having if he's a competent quarterback, and then on top of that, they got a tight end and they got a pretty good offensive line, we're going to possibly be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> oh, I'm, listen, 100%. Look, and, and I think here's the thing, right? Like, when I look at I, – I give Ben Johnson so much credit. I don't know what it is that he did with Jared Goff, but he has turned Jared Goff into the best version of Jared Goff we've ever seen. I know that the numbers won't say that. What up, V-Dog? I know that the numbers won't tell you that this is Jared Goff's best season, but when you watch Jared Goff play – this is Jared Goff's best season ever. I mean, like, he literally, like, I think, who was it? Jamison Williams, of course, hasn't been there most of the time. I think Amon Ryan ended up missing a game, right? Like, they've had weapons that have been in and out. The run game has had guys go in and out of it, right? Where you're not going into every week with the same level of weaponry that you have. And Jared Goff has looked consistently the same this season. I have to give him credit where credit is due. I mean, he's an MVP candidate in my book. Uh, with how he's come out and played and how he's got this Lions team uh, uh, competing, not only just in the NFC North, but in the NFC as a whole. You look at even their losses. Their losses are good losses. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I you're like talking about their losses as, what is it, is Seattle? Which, okay, that's an interesting one. And then what's the what's the other one? They lose to Minnesota? There's another game on there. That, well, that, they lost two, so. I like I like knowledge on team. He's like the Bears and Fields are going to score forty plus. Our three running backs will snap. DJ Moore will snap. Commit a touchdown, and then the D will play well. <laughs> Aren't you giving the Trump voice? I just think it's hilarious. I don't know. I mean, let's. Hey, you know, for my fantasy purposes, I need these jokers to go off. Hey, facts. Oh no, the other loss was the Ravens. The Ravens did dog stomp them. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, they to did. That's right. Yeah, the Ravens dog stopped them. Thirty-eight to six. That was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, I mean, but I, I I just I don't know, man. Like I look at this, I look at this this Lions game as such a pivotal one. The first one, right? Like I think Justin <laughs> I think I Justin Fields. Like I know, man. I'm just joshing your knowledge. Be, 
I think Justin Fields can be more uh, 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 like he'll have more opportunity, right? Like if he loses his Lions game, but then the next three games he plays well, you'll feel good about it. But if you come out of your second mini buy uh-huh. or whatever this is, yeah. and your team looks unprepared, lackluster, looks like they don't know what's going on, oh, that's boy. it. To me, that's it. That's it, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren should call down right after that and say, fire everybody. Get them out of there. Go figure out who who uh, our Antonio Pierce is. Yeah, because yeah. It, that at some extent, how many times have we talked about the Bears looking unprepared? No, you're season? getting the car and you're driving to Ann Arbor. That's what you're doing. We're already going to be up there. You're going, yep, just drive 30 minutes. Th- drive 30 minutes. We're going to be up is there th- anyway. I think it's 30 minutes from Detroit to Ann Arbor, if I'm correct. Like, uh, yeah, I think like, so. listen. Go over there and get them. Shout out to my dad. We should not come back. Hold on. Sh- here, yep. Shout out to my dad. Yep. <laughs> yep. Shout out to my dad, Ron Holt. That's my man. <laughs> Shout out to Pops in the building, man. Got to show love. Hey, listen. I'm not going to lie to you. If the Chicago Bears come back or, or show up in that game and look like they are unprepared, they should drive to Ann Arbor, drop Fluce off, and just tell Harbaugh, get on the bus and bring whatever staff you need to with you. I don't you. have a car horn. Ah, jeez. Like, it, 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 shouldn't even, it shouldn't even take any time. Let's jump into that topic as well, man. We got to we gotta talk about Jim Harbaugh as well because that's getting so interesting, and that's the title topic. I mean, are the Bears Jim Harbaugh's next stop? This is, this is such an interesting conversation around Harbaugh because – it seems like now he's in the uh, uh, the three-game suspension. He's accepted the three-game suspension. And, you know, he's he, – I feel like you got to – he's got to be done, right? He's got to be sick of this. I'm going through the recruiting. I'm going through NIL deals. I'm going through all of these different things. And every single time, y'all find a way to mess with me on something. And the reports are out there, per the Athletic, that uh, that Mike Jones from the Athletic, Mike Jones, Mike Jones from the Athletic, says that Harbaugh is among those expected to receive consideration in the next hiring cycle, according to league sources who have been briefed on discussions. Uh, high-ranking NFL officials have put have had about potential head coaching candidates, and two other league sources who regularly talk with teams about hiring and firing decisions said. At least two teams, the Chicago Bears and the Vegas Raiders, are believed to be among those that would appeal to Harbaugh. Here's my question to the chat. Here is my question to the super producer, Joel Holt here. Um, Will the Bears pay what it's going to take to go get Jim Harbaugh? Because the one thing that I do know about Mark Davis with the Vegas Raiders is he does not care about the amount of money it's going to cost to bring in a coach. He's still paying Josh McDaniels, and I believe he's still paying – uh, 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 John Gruden, if I'm not mistaken, uh, with the contract that Gruden signed, will the Bears be in enough to yeah. go out there and and invest monetarily in Harbaugh? If if I'm correct, um, last time that I checked, oh boy, uh, the uh, the coach salary doesn't hit the cap. It's a separate. No, expense. it's not a cap thing. So a hundred million dollars over what ten years or however many years. That's kind of a drop in the bucket for a $4 billion organization. So it's really more about him wanting to pay for this guy. But um, they should do that. And plus, honestly, it was $100 million probably back when Gruden got that some years back. That was like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making more money. And that was at least four years ago. 
I don't know how many coaches are making a hundred million though. He's what I don't I don't think that there's matter of fact, let's just pull the like record. NFL coaches Look, making a hundred million. We're C dub when you need them. We need their uh, or, or J J C yeah, we need our JC in the chat. We ain't got no but stats. He wins. Look at this. He wins. I think that's the main thing, right? When you pull up the San win Diego. total. That and that's that's the number one thing. First off, let's start here, right? Like the, the Bears paying enough money for him. And, and let me pull this super chat up here. Shout out to uh Emilio. He said, uh, any new coach is gonna want their guy at QB not to fix the old one. New coaching staff means fields is gone. I don't disagree with that. I am I, I don't disagree with that. But I what I will say is this. What I will say is this. You look at this record here. Hold on. Uh, you look at look at this, these records here, right? You see, you see what's happening here. And you look at San Diego. San Diego was miserable before he gets there. They're successful when he leaves. Uh, you look at Stanford. Stanford was miserable when he got there. They're successful when he leaves. He goes to San Francisco. 44-19-1. This guy did it with a quarterback who was already there. Alex Smith was a bust. People don't even remember. Alex Smith was the number one pick in the, the draft. number one pick. Alex Smith world. was a bust, and he got he shows up. Alex Smith wins the very next year. Of course, what he's done in his time and is then, Michigan. Well, well, and then he took Kaepernick, <coughs> and he took Kaepernick, yeah. and he changed his whole offensive whatever. Well, they adapted to the player that they had. Yeah, and they were kind of unorthodox in what they were doing. And he went to well, four. he drafted Kaepernick. Yeah, but I'm saying he went to four. NFC championships. Yeah. They won one of them. They got cheated out of a Super Bowl. I don't care what they say. Yeah, you, you and oh, Sylvia oh, both oh, on that. Yeah. Sylvia said that today too. Sitting there chilling. Oh, oh, the lights went out. Oh, look at that. Like, no, get the heck out of here, man. I don't want to hear that crap. How does it? I don't want to hear. I'm not. You just buying killed it. the lights. <laughs> no, they get a horn for that. Shut the whole Super Bowl down. Get that guy. You think here. his brother would cheat him like that? Not him. It was the powers that be. Okay. Anyways, the man. It was the man. It was the man. Anyways, the point is that the man wins. He's 80 and 25. Yeah. You know, like he has, what is he, 70%? I think he's 70% win percentage over there in Michigan. Like the guy wins. Yeah. And I want a winner. I think I think that's that's the main thing, though, right? Like when you're talking about somebody being a winner, it's about how they're winning. And, and Jim Harbaugh has won in multiple scenarios. He's won in so many different situations and there's going to be some people in here and i don't know if they're commenting now or not but who are uh, upset about the integrity of the game well yo, how can you bring in jim harbaugh the integrity of the game he's a cheater shut up start winning shut up the sports don't have integrity the sports that you cheer for there's a podcast that comes out almost every week about how little integrity these sports have there's something that drops about well, you know, the referees were doing this or, you know, if we, if we were going into this game and it just felt very one-sided or we would do it. Like every single week we hear about the lack of integrity that the games have. I could care less about your integrity. It's about winning games or not. I remember, uh, and, and it's no disrespect to anybody that feels that way, but Cap was very much on the, if the Cubs had cheated, um, it would destroy me. Uh, the way that Houston did. And I was like, but then Houston went on to win again. <laughs> well, they didn't cheat in that. Well, how do we know? Everything after that is 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 questioned, right? Cannot Everything Bill Belichick it. has done do since it. then <laughs> has been questioned. <laughs> now, I mean, Bill Belichick is, is absolutely cheating all the time. Well, I mean, and only the times that he gets caught 
Are we worried about it? Well, I don't know. I, I think that uh, maybe it was just a bad apple. And maybe they just didn't, you know, did, we don't know what happened. Okay. The point is, if it works out. Oh, we know what happened. No, I don't know. I didn't see it. We so, know what happened. Uh, I'm just saying. So regardless of the fact, the guy wins. He won a lot. Yeah. And looking at that record up there, I want a winner. I think he just, it's more about, I think he has, he, he comes across as a leader. And he, he, it looks like he's able to really put teams together. I mean, when the four, when he was coaching the 49ers, they were a powerhouse. Yeah. They were all, they were favorites, and then of course Seattle just goes nuts with the uh, Legion of Boom, and they got uh, uh, Beast Mode. So yeah. it's like now you got two you know strong division uh, opponents. So you're fighting every game just to win. To get, like he still had to fight up against them and was still doing well. So to me, I think he has his team prepared. I think the team like it's only a matter of time. Like he's a winner. Like Dion, Dion is a winner that's going to win. And we want coaches that want to win, not guys that are trying to figure this mess out. And we're getting these rookie head coaches, first-time coordinators becoming head coaches because it's not about – the head coach's job is about deliberation, right? It's about yeah. managing the team. It's about getting all the good talent and all the coordinators around you to get the job done. You present the plan. Is You might call the plays, depending like maybe Andy Reid does, or there's only so many coaches that do – some of the in the trenches work, but your job is to oversee the whole program. And if you don't have the leadership to be able to, you know, uh, galvanize these guys and make the people do exactly what you want them to do, now you're getting stuff like with Eberflus. I, I still don't think that Chase Claypool. Let me take that back. I guess with Mike Tomlin, if he don't work with Tomlin, he can't work with nowhere else, right? Yeah. So, and who's one of those leader? Ain't type use that coaches? man at all in Miami. Right. I don't he, think he got a catch. No, he's. I think he was still learning the game, but. We need – I'm tired of these coaches that just don't know what they're doing. And he's got enough of a balance of crazy yet, you know, uh, intelligence to me. Like, Lovey was more on the passive side. You know, he was disciplined. They had the defense. They didn't make too many changes from what he was doing. But he was stoic and he won. But then you get all these other guys like uh, Tressman. You get uh, Nagy. Nagy to me was a nice guy. Like they, Eberflus is a nice guy. Yeah, I want a guy that has not afraid to like lay the hammer down and do what he has to do. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this, right? If the Bears do go out and get Jim Harbaugh, uh, you wouldn't be talking about the nice guy. You would be talking about a guy that actually is already hated by your president. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, listen, Kevin Warren has has openly come out and talked about not being, you know, a fan. Now, not recently, but yeah, I mean, but there's already. There, there's open beef there with what's going on with Jim Harbaugh at Michigan and different things like that when he was the head of the Big Ten. Like, But the one thing – Sylvie talked about this today on the Bears pod. Tune in with that as well. The one thing he said that he said uh, a lot of winners are in Chicago have come from guys having to make up. So Scottie Pippen didn't like Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. right? Buddy Ryan and Mike Ditka always rat each other's throats like how many guys do you look at in chicago sports history where the controversy being overcome was one of the things that got them on the winning path what is- you know, the last dance with chicago bulls phil jackson and uh and uh uh jerry kraus don't like each other but they put it aside to go win one more you and, know what i mean the, like the common denominator is being able to put the pride aside all of them it's pride it, it's all of them having knowing that you're talented. Buddy Ryan Dicka is probably one of the greatest of those examples yeah. of he's a really talented coach and he knows I should have got the head coaching job and he's envious of that position. But pride aside, they well, they kind of work together. It was like, look, 
you go over there and don't come over here yeah, before yeah, I throw yeah. a wrench or a book at you or yeah. something. It was aggressive. But the point is that the pride of saying, hey, we can get this done based on your skill sets. Hopefully you can do that and coexist. Hearing that him and Warren, because I've heard little bits in here, because, you know, the Internet's always right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if Kevin Warren and, and <laughs> Harbaugh actually have issues. But if that's the case, that may not be good. That means if they don't get along, they may not. He may not come here. But right. if he's smart enough to say, I need this guy. To, I don't care. I want to win. Yeah. I want football games to win. And plus, you're messing with the business. Well, I think Jim, I think Jim is so. Jim is very big on the history of the game. Right. And there was something he wanted to go back to Michigan to coach there because that's where he was from. That's where his coaches are at. I could see Jim wanting to come back here because he loved Ditka. Mm -hmm. He loved Ditka. And so, like, he's coming back to take over the job that Ditka did and was so successful in and has success here with him as well. Right. But, like, you didn't get the ultimate success here. Him being able to come back. Like, I think that that does mean something to Harbaugh. And that would be a reason why he would want to come back here to Chicago. I think it just comes down at the end of the day to money because I know Mark Davis will go to Jim Harbaugh and say, here's $15 million a year. Uh, you go out there and uh, you you do whatever you need to do to go out there and win games for us. Right. Will the McCaskies do that? That's the biggest question for me. It, it sounds like Le Harbaugh is more about legacy, like him going He's to Michigan. He's very big on legacy, yeah. Michigan with Bo Shem, uh, Shem Beckler of like – you know, I think it's means, following in the steps. Yeah, I think it means something like if you were to go back to your alma mater, like, and now you're the guy that gets to do that. I think that, but there's a that that tells me like that's a guy that wants to be there. Yeah. He wants to take the position. He wants to sit to see take the shot. I don't want the guy that's kind of like timid about it. Like he's like, no, I know what it stands for, the prestige of this position and what comes with it, and I want that. I want a guy that wants that. You know, versus there's some. You know what is it? Um, there's a lot of guys who ain't worthy. Like it's like in um, it's like in Marvel, right? When everybody tries Thor's hammer, and not everybody's worthy yeah, for the yeah, hammer, yeah. right? And then when uh, what's they get nervous when Chris Evans moves a little. Uh -oh. Captain America lifts <laughs> it a little bit. Uh oh, I, I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> this guy is worth, I think, worthy of the hammer to, to take that position. Excuse Some me? of these guys is worthy of what now? The hammer. What's going on? Look, not Giving them the hammer. No, not no, not no, <laughs> not going down that path. No, 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 no. Nice try. Oh, I just you trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Yeah, that doesn't apply. <laughs> that didn't apply. You try to give me a curveball. That didn't bro. apply. I'm not buying it. <laughs> hey man, appreciate you guys tuning in to show love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page, man. Let us know how you guys feel on Harbaugh in the comments below. I would love to have Jim Harbaugh here uh, for a multitude of reasons. You know what's what's crazy? I think that the effect that Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> Steve-O, well, I hammer what he's. He well, our hammer, hammer is big, big as, as pause. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, Steve O's in here wilding right now. Um, no, but I, I think the, the one thing about Harbaugh to me that puts him above everyone else for me is Harbaugh came into a situation where a quarterback was in place and turned him from everyone thinking he was a bust mm -hmm. to him playing well. I really believe that if Jim Harbaugh came here, especially with the two styles of quarterback that he had, Colin Kaepernick and Aaron Jones, or Aaron, Aaron Jones, uh, Colin Kaepernick and, um, why can't I think of the first one? 
Hmm? What? Sorry. What? First quarterback weren't listening to me at all. Uh, Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. Alex Smith. I was uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith. I'm monitoring Smith. a lot of stuff. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not paying attention. Checking the chat. I'm uh, checking yeah, the screens. I'm checking. Just watch it, Steve. You know what? Um, you know what? Here you go. Oh wow. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> there you go. There you go, buddy. Up yours, Joe. <laughs> but uh, oh, hey, where's Joe Boo? Joe Boo in his room. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Boo in his room. Yeah, yeah. up yours, Joe Boo. That's a great movie. We got to get that. Hey, we got to have that as a combo. Yeah, you know I mean, we yeah, got to get the I'll we got to get the Matt Eberflus. What's up, yours? Up <laughs> yours, Joe. Boo. That's a great combo. Yeah, I get it's that. It's a great combo right there. But no, I just I think that right, like when you look at the 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 type of quarterbacks that he developed, right, mm -hmm. his effect on Chicago could be if he comes in and he says, "You keep Justin Fields there, I can fix him." I think he could fix him. I think he could have a Mike McDaniel's. Tua Tagovailoa effect. He'll, well, look how how's he using his quarterback in Michigan now. That dude is running a little bit. He's yeah. he's a little bit of everything. Yeah. But I, I just think that he has the ability to just scheme for you know the, the who you're playing against. A lot of times you see these coaches and it's kind of like sense. this is what we just run right. Yeah. But he if you're trying to win games and you have to kind of style the game to whoever your opponent is, I I don't I didn't understand it. I didn't think it was this hard to do that. You know, well, this is what we run, and this is what we're going to do every week. And it's yeah. like, you, you're a moron. So, which is why I personally got irritated with Lovey, because it's like, we're going to run the ball. I, I, I just remember the Minnesota Vikings game yeah. with the Williams brothers. And we're going to run our average running back right up the gut. Yeah, yeah. It's like. We're going to run it right at them. We're going to go right at their strength. It's like they're the number one run defense, and you don't change anything. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Well, I think the difference there is there was no options. No. What were you going to do? You, you were going to pass the football? Who was on that squad? I need to look. I'm going to look that up. Look it, look it up. I, I, you weren't going to pass the football. J By the way, 146 Jordan. in here, 33 likes. Hit that like button, man. Come Jordan, look that up, that game, if you can, somehow. Tell me who was the quarterback. Because if that it was, was Bernard. Rex, wasn't it? If it was, he might have been hurt. I don't know. Rex, I don't know what it year was, that was. Yeah. I don't know if that was 05. I don't know if that was 04 because Rex had got hurt a lot. And then he finally played the year they went to the Super Bowl. So it wasn't Rex. It probably was Kyle. He then. played so many games. It was probably Kyle. It might have been. Yeah. But I'm just saying, they, you, there was no creativity yeah, yeah, yeah. to do anything. And it was just so irritating. No, I feel you on that, man. Let's get this thing up over 100 likes uh, just, just to fuel Joel's fury. Uh, I just I, – <laughs> I'm, I'm not – I just feel like Jim Harbaugh's effect on the Bears. One, it, I guess it is that, right? That's the saddest thing of it all. Common sense, mm -hmm. week in and week out. Common sense. Yeah. Well, okay. like that. Like that's the one thing that it that irritates my soul is that I've talked about three times this season my team not being prepared. Yeah. Right. Like, there's no way I'm tired. you're the head coach of a football team with ten days to get ready for something, and I'm sitting here talking about my team not being prepared three times this season. Right. All I'm asking for is common sense at this point. The rest of right, like I I would give Flus a pass if it looked like his defense was ready for what was coming because he's missing the most important part of his defense. And we all understand that. I can't give him a pass because it looks like the defense doesn't know what the offense is going to do. I don't want to hear. I didn't know the ball was coming to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't yeah. want to hear that. Yeah. You get paid. Yeah. You get paid how much money to do to what you're doing, and the guy says, 
I didn't know the ball was coming to me. Yeah. DJ Moore. Like, and it's like we have one of the best receivers in the game, and y'all can't even get the ball to him, period. It's like he don't even expect it now. J Mac also, he he also was like, You should run every route like the ball is coming to you. No, but the point is that if he verbally said that, you made your coach look stupid. Yeah. Because again, it just shows the ineptitude of what we're seeing with this leadership of this coach. No, 100%. And and you're starting off every play, and DJ Moore doesn't feel like he's a part of it. He's the best receiver on the team. He's the best player on the field. And you start off every play, and DJ Moore doesn't feel like he's a part of it. So if 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 Harbaugh comes here, what is the co- what coaching staff would you like to see? Because it, it usually ends up not necessarily being who we think is going to end up being the coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who would you like to see? Who is OC? I mean, the, the tough part is, right, like the guys that he was attached to, John has now, don't he? No, because Vic Fangio is in um, Well, Miami. Vic Fangio's still out there. No, he, well, he's in Miami. He's in Miami. Yeah, but Roman's still out there, Greg Roman. I he, thought he was in, oh, they, they, No, like they let him go, let go in Baltimore, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, he let him go. To me, I'm like. I'd take a Greg Roman. I'm like it. Greg Roman. Greg Roman tailored his scheme to what his quarterback strengths were. Yeah, that's like common sense. Hey, you know what? Again, we're back to common sense. I want dudes that do common sense things. Yeah, I'd take a Greg Roman because Greg Roman's gonna look at Justin Fields and be like, "Hey, what happens if we roll this guy out?" You know. Or here's the thing: even if we draft Caleb Williams, whoever it is, whoever it is for y'all, Caleb Williams needs rollouts. Right. It, but it's kind. You know, it's crazy. I, so, like, when I took over my role in my my job that I'm at now uh overseeing all the IT and I was amazed Richard well <laughs> I was amazed at how overly complicated everything was yeah well like they have some of the best tools for mail filter for security this we had three internet circuits for this it's like why yeah you need two and we'll consolidate and we'll just keep it simple. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. you can overpay for all these things and do all this stuff. We have all these schemes instead of like, what are we, what are we getting down to? Yeah. We need to get down to the end zone. We need to score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make this very simple. And so you're trying to do all this extra complicated stuff. And then you're throwing these guys under the bus where it's like, well, you got so much time to learn this system. Instead of just like, look, we'll get to these points. Now, is he the type of coach that looks like he could do that? where he can simplify, break things down, or has the ability to do that? Because yeah. sometimes it's the KISS, KISS model is all you need. Keep it, keep it simple. I, I, I'll say this, too. Um, is uh, Riverboat Ron getting fired? Hey, I don't know. That's all. Riverboat you know, the inter- that's fired. what the internet he, says. You know. He's going to get another head coaching gig? Or he probably gets another head coaching gig. Right? He Well, he, he got one immediately when he got fired yeah, from, he probably from gets the Panthers. Another head coaching gig. Yeah, okay. I would think that okay. he goes to he, he goes probably to the goes to Vegas. Yeah, he goes to the Raiders. I don't know, man. They might they might hold on to what's his name. They might hold on to Pierce. Oh, oh Pierce. Yeah, they might hold on to Pierce, bro. He's doing some things out there. We'll see. I mean, he's got what is it? He only coached one game. See what he does next. Game. No, he's on three now, right? Is it three? He's coached three games. They've won every game he's coached. Sorry. Well, I don't follow the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm here it producing the show here. It is what it is. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, no, man, like I, I wouldn't be mad at, I mean, if you're talking about a staff, <laughs> Jonathan Flores, first play this Sunday, screen to Valus. Screen to Valus. <laughs> Valus ain't even active. It still goes to Valus. It still goes to Valus. I swear to God, if I see Valus Jones. Oh my God, bro. Oh my God. Bro, he, he, here's the best part. The first kick to Tyler Scott, he goes. <laughs> That's all Valus did for four weeks. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. I don't know if Revere maybe Riverboat Ryan probably gets another for him to come back and be the DC where he kind of started. He probably know. gets another job though. I think he gets another. He's a, he's a good enough, especially he's if you're if you're at the beginning of it. Yeah, like if you're in the beginnings, that you know what's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if he's back in Carolina. Uh, nah, that'd be kind of weird. He just didn't they fire him? Oh, oh, is there a new ownership? I think there's new ownership there. Did they fire? No, no. The owners that Jerry, what's the name, sold that team a while back. He sold that to the. Oh, maybe I it's think the it's same there. thing. I don't I think don't he know. goes back to Carolina. But it's just, it's, it's just. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him with another head coaching job. Tell you what, let, we could see who's. Let's see, this is the draft watch. So you got the Giants. Then Dable's not going nowhere. He just got there. The Patriots. They're talking about possibly moving on from him. Cardinals. Who's their coach? I don't even remember. I don't even know. I don't even remember. Who cares? Green Bay. They're not going anywhere. The Rams is um. Um, Scott, Scott Sean, Sean, Sean McVay, McVay almost says Sean Desai. Tennessee is uh the, the linebacker dude from the Patriots and the Broncos. So I don't know. I don't at this moment. I don't. The only opportunities would be Patriots. You know, Vegas ends up keeping what's the name? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he does end up becoming a. Um, if he doesn't, hey, listen, I'd love to have him back as a DC. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, his defense is do well yeah like the defense isn't the issue now he has no dbs out there but we got dbs here already. what you know what though he's got no dbs in watch to be to be honest with you i would love to have ron Rivera here because he's aggressive and he has the type of defense i like yeah uh, i don't appreciate this the temp tampa two is cool and you definitely have seen it i've seen it when he said we gotta start calling it the chicago two because tampa ain't ran it in 40 years that's where it started. They all adopted it. He said, Colts. He said, he fine, said, Chicago too. I don't care. He said, he said we got to stop calling The cover two, two is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, but the point is that you have to have all these specialized pieces. When we ran it, the best we ever ran it, and that was with Tommy Harris, and then we never replaced Tommy Harris. Yeah. We didn't replace Mike Brown. Yeah. And now we're in the same situation. Like, I rather, like, I loved, I miss, um, who's our boy from that was, anchor of our 3-4 defense Hicks Akeem Hicks yeah you know you got you him your anchor. you got him but you got him on free agency as a you know he was a low uh, budgeted you know free agent that we got and he can end up hitting yeah so like why I want guys just give me two big jumbos you know in the middle and then I can have these linebackers roaming everywhere I want to blitz in safeties I, I want that type of defense back not not this to me that really simp uh exemplifies what the Chicago defense is all about. Yeah. They, right now, you're in a very bend-but-don't-break style of defense. So, yeah, we'll see what they end up doing, man. Hey, listen, I will say this. Let's keep this thing moving along. Let's jump into the Friday free-for-all, man, because I want to get into a little bit more of the nitty-gritty when it comes to Jim Harbaugh because the, the interestingness that is happening with Michigan only continues to get better. Uh, real quick, to answer V-Dog's question, uh, Rex Ryan. I don't know about Rex Ryan. Nah, I'm cool on Rex Ryan. I think let's, he, let's leave Rex Ryan where he's at. I, let him I, I let actually, him sit in the booth and, and stare at feet. Well, I, we know what he's into. Yeah, you know I mean, let's let's leave him right he, where he's he, at. I think he's more Hollywood now than right. than anything else. Just let him have him feet, dog. Let him do what he do. Yeah. Uh, but per Ross Dellinger, the Michigan suspension goes even further because the NCAA presented Michigan evidence that points to a UM booster, Uncle T, 
as having partially funded the scouting scheme and an, and an assistant coach now fired Chris Partridge as attempting to destroy computer evidence. Now, I said this over on the Chicago Bears podcast. I will bring this here as well. This is one of the reasons why I think the gym will be out because of boosters and alum and all of this stuff that goes on. But Uncle T has to be Tom Brady, right? You messed up my – I was about to set it up with the, tum- the drum roll. <laughs> you weren't there. It has to be Tom Brady, right? Like there's nobody else who's a Michigan alum that it could be in my mind. And it's because of everything that's tied to the scandal. Not only is Uncle T a booster that paid for all of this to go down, but then computers end up getting destroyed in the process. Oh, you mean like when Brady's cell phone mysteriously got destroyed? Come on, dog. I love it. I love it so much. I love that. Maybe it's Taylor Lautner. Uh, Let me live in my conspiracy, dog. Maybe it's Tom Selleck. Let me live in my conspiracy, dog. <laughs> Tom Selleck would be great. Tom Selleck. Just, I'm looking up all famous people. Bro, I'm just I'm just sitting here and I'm like, it's it, there's so much that goes into this. And like all the time we go, these guys act like they're hiding uh, uh, government secrets. And then every now and then you get one of these scandals where you're like, this is kind of like some spy movie stuff here. Like, did he also swallow the passcode that lets you into the building? Like, hey, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I feel like I said that quick enough, though. <laughs> I feel like I said that quick enough. I feel like you a little quick. See, we should have got the challenge flags made. I'd, I'd have challenged that one. I'd have challenged that one. Dude. I feel next, like that was quick enough day, on that. We're getting challenge flags. We're getting some challenge flags, yes. bro. We're getting some challenge flags on that. I don't know about that one. I feel hey, like you a little quick hey, on the trip. rules, right though. No throwing at the face. That's the best spot. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey. Tony Dungy? He's from Michigan. Uncle T, no. Uncle T for Tony Dungy? Nah, I'm not buying it. Tim Meadows, nah, from uh, nah. it's Saturday gotta be. Live? Nobody else is connected with a scandal like this, though. I mean, like Tom's like, I money. know how to. Tom's like, hey, listen, cheating. I know how to navigate cheating, but... which is another reason why I could care less about the freaking anybody cheating in sports. Like all of these sports cheat. Let's get over it. Uh, the Bengals are being investigated for not putting Joe Burrow on. The injury list. They're basically uh, the NFL is investigating the Cincinnati Bengals because they. I'm sorry, Coach T. Like that's my cousin Uncle T. Okay, all right, okay. Coach. Where's the drums? All right, Coach. Yeah, that was, terrible. That was horrible. I'm mad you uh, you added that to the show. Uh, I'm sorry. I no, I just I just uh, so the Bengals are being investigated basically because of gambling reasons. Even though Joe Burrow practiced all week. Joe Burrow went through everything. He started the game. They looked pretty good on the first drive. And then a ligament tore in his hand. That will leave him out for the remainder of the season. What do you think about uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals getting investigated here? 
for him not being on the injury report to start this game. This is just, you got too much time. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that they could be accused of cheating? (laughs) Another cheating scandal, (laughs) dog. Trying to get an advantage. Uncle T back in there again. T Grizzly is hilarious, B. Bill. B. Bill said T Grizzly is is Uncle T. (laughs) No, T Grizzly was Michigan State, though. Everybody knows that. Remember Michigan State? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is Mike Zimmer out there? Mike Zimmer is chilling? Mike Zimmer's. Like, I don't. I thought Zimmer. he was working with uh, Dion. Mike Zimmer for what? DC. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm looking at some, you know, chats. Yeah, you watching the chat? Yeah, you you're doing a Paris right now. The ADHD is kicking your butt. What are you talking about? I got the music going. I got the things going. I got this going. I mean, what do you want me to do? Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're having too much. No fun. respect. No uh, respect. No respect. Hey. So hey, yeah, uh, no Bengals. Bengals cheating basically, but they're not. I'm, I fought the Bengals not at all for this. Joe Burrow played. Well, they thought he was ready. I guess. If anything, if we want to investigate the Bengals for anything, let's investigate them for sending Joe Burrow out there repeatedly without an offensive line. <laughs> exactly. Let's investigate them for possibly ruining the career of one of the best quarterback prospects we've seen in a long time. He's been – they've had a terrible offensive line since he got there. And you know what they – inve- that's how good he is. And you know what they invested in? Wide one. receivers. No, they got uh, Orlando Brown Jr., didn't they? He went there. They did. Hey, man. listen, Ryan Poles is batting a thousand on not overpaying. Shout right out now. to him. Hey, shout out. I mean, again. listen, we could be irritated by some of the people he didn't get, but he is batting a thousand on not overpaying for talent. And what, Mike McGlinchey? Like, Mike McGlinchey's been horrible as well. He, he passed on. I mean, you know, I guess the jury's still out there about the Jalen Smith thing, but uh, Jalen Carter thing, but I mean, he still, he hit on Darnell Wright. We got a starting freaking right tackle and a starting wide receiver, and we got draft picks for next year. It's crazy. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. I got to give, I got to give him credit on, listen, and and Braxton, I'll tell you what, Braxton Jones would look like an elite offensive lineman on that Bengals team. Mm. He looks all right right now, he's but he mid, look, would look uh, elite on that Bengals you, you, you got a lot of love for that dude. He's very mid to me, man. He is not the left I tackle mean, we listen, need. He's he's he struggles against the bull rush. Everything else is okay. And I don't want that. I want a real left, left tackle. Yeah, we'll see what it ends up. Hey, hey Joe, guys, got to develop, man. He's been in the league two years. Oh, oh, I see what you did there, buddy. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. that was cute. Yeah, no, I'm no, it's saying. different when you need the guy to stand up so he doesn't get his head torn off. That's, this is true. No, you can either block or you can't hit the guy. That's that's all it is. No, no offensive lineman has ever developed after a couple of years. No, we're talking about a left tackle. You you gotta. The thing is with him. Look, I can appreciate him being a very late round pick. So it was a fifth round pick. And yeah, he's he, a fifth round pick. The issue is that you are still blocking. You know, that's the premier. You know, pass blocking uh, spot. Some some might uh, dispute that according to Drew. That between the right end or the left end, where they're not putting their most premier defensive end. But the point is that you're you're going against one. Of, they pay defensive ends, tackles, and quarterbacks. Oh yeah, no, I agree so with you. I just think that um, I can appreciate that he's done enough, but I think he's at he's capped at where he's at. He's you not need a get. premier left tackle. I, I, listen, I would love to have a premier left tackle, but we could do a lot worse than Braxton Jones right now. Uh, Clarissa Thompson is an interesting. Uh, She's a, she was a sideline reporter, of course, and uh, was out there for years and basically said that sometimes she would make up the reports because the coach wouldn't talk to her or she would run out of time and have to go to TV. She said that she would never say anything that was too wild that the coaches would get mad about. Right. She would say mm-hmm. things like, you know, if the team was 0 for 7 on third down, that we need to do better on third down. If the team uh, was struggling against the blitz, we need to do better against the blitz. 
And she has caught a lot of flack on this because basically mugs are like the, again, here comes integrity, uh, the integrity of being a, uh, 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 a sideline reporter or a reporter in any capacity means that uh, you have to always tell the truth. And she technically didn't lie, <laughs> but she made up the reports. Are you upset that made up reports have been out there? Mm. This is the least of my worries. Like, I, I could care less about her making up these reports. As long as it's not things that are like, this would be the craziest thing in the world. Uh, you know, like, you, you didn't come out there and say, you know, uh, Coach Harbaugh told me that uh, we're going to start going for it on fourth down every time down there. I don't know, man. You're making up stuff. You're making up stuff. That's... You feel like that goes against the integrity. You on the you're on the integrity keeper side. I'm, look, I mean, I believe that there is a form of a gray world out here. There's black, white, and there's a little bit of gray. Yeah. But I mean, to me, because that's an unfair advantage to me of like you are trying to prove that's like the guy on NBC who was making up all kinds of stories to, you know, make himself look better. I forgot what the guy's name was. It was Nightline or Night Dateline? I think was it him? Anyway. I don't know. He, yeah, but he he was fabricating stories. Yeah, 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 this is still a form of that. Like you're making up stuff just to make up stuff, and it's like and then you get to get away with it. That's to me not cool. Uh, that's like us just making up all kinds of stories just to get. If every, if we made up stuff to make people come here and we blow up, now everybody's expecting us to like come through. Because but I, I I guess I get it from the sense of making stuff up. But like she basically was saying. Right, like they're 0 for 7 on third down. We need to do better on third down. What coach wouldn't tell her that? But she didn't get that quoted though. At least not because the problem is this. Yeah. If you if you do that and then it gets exposed, what else have you lied about before then? Yeah. Because if you could do that on that, on national television, by the way, that means either you're just lazy because you couldn't even go down there and ask the coach. Yeah. <laughs> like you now you're presuming, like you put yourself in a bad light because to me, that means that she did some other stuff that probably would That right. might not be the worst thing she's done. Ah, yeah. tip of the iceberg type thing. Hey, man, maybe. I don't know. I didn't have a big issue with it. I didn't care about it that much either. Um, and it, No, dog, because the whole point is that once you start doing that type of stuff, now you're going down a path of, like, you're misleading people. Yeah. And then if you – because let's say we did that here. Yeah. And we're like, Har I, and what happens if we make something up and then people are like, Harbaugh is here. Yeah. And then they're yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah. you don't know even what you're talking about. Now your credibility is damaged. You have no credibility. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to start going down that path. And you know, and you worked hard to get those contacts. You worked hard to yeah. make to, to work all those networks. That's the whole point. If you didn't, would you be doing that if you worked in those type of No, probably not. I wouldn't. I'm not going for it. He's kind of swayed me over to his side. I got to get as a compelling argument. Like I don't, there's a part of me that just doesn't care. But then there's another part of me that's just like, yeah, like if you're making stuff up, that is kind of crazy. I get it. Like you're not making up anything crazy, but it does make me distrust you a little bit. Uh, it does. It, you doubt everything. Like I doubt like, okay, is this a factual statement? And then Where you have no you freedom of speech. Yeah. Now, when you say something, it's like, well, did you really say that? Or did you just yeah, come up with that? Yeah. What did you come up with this time, Clarissa? Yeah. No. That's tough, man. I love how she said it with confidence, too. She said it with that, like, 
that confidence of like, I didn't get fired for this, for saying this before. And I've always said this. You just, you, when you say it on the biggest platforms, uh, you it, know, people care a lot more. You said that on part of my take over at the Barstool Network. So, well, that's, <laughs> I, well, she might come back. To, that might come back to bite her. We'll see. We'll see what it ends up being. Hopefully she's, uh, that's tough. I, you, 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 you won me over on that one. I'm not going to lie. I came in completely on the other side of this argument. Uh, wait, we'll finish wait, till it off. You, wait till your daughter gets old enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It starts you, when you have kids and all that type of stuff. Like you're like, I can't trust you to just go down the street and do something. I'm going to be right back. You know, did you do this? Who did that? Oh, I, I don't know. Like, you're like, just tell me the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. no, you, you don't want to be lied to. Nobody wants to be misled. I don't want to be lied to. I guess it, it is this like, this is almost like manipulation a little bit. You're lying to me by telling me what you want me to hear based on the things that you think I would say. You're manipulating the situation a little bit. Yeah, I mean, is it? it's like white lies. Like, no one's dying from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point is that it just makes you question It didn't actually else. come from the source you said it came Yeah, from. like, you're putting words in other people's mouth. You never know. That coach would be like, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> you know, no one wants to be misquoted. Yeah. So... You know, that's interesting. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, I didn't think we would quote, talk about this this someone, long. If someone says something that you said, yeah, or said that you said something you didn't say it, yeah. Well, no, I didn't say that. Yeah. And if I don't like you, yeah, <laughs> I'm going at you. Now I'm coming at you because now you're putting words in my mouth I didn't even say. Well, that was the thing. She said that everything she would say would be like vague general terms that the coaches would would tell her all the time. Because she got tired of not being able to get anything out of them. So, yeah, I get it. But you can't throw a, a, a temper tantrum because you're going to get your way about it. Well, all right, I'll just say whatever then. They're not going to give me what well, I want. I, think, I, don't, I don't think it was the temper tantrum. I think it was more so because, like, the coaches would be in there talking too long. They would come out and then just come straight out. Right. So You don't her, get to catch them on the They're giving her the vague answers. Like but it's like you're trying to – but she's trying to put herself in a spot where, I don't know, I mean – yeah, we're talking coach speed. What she say is third and seven. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, she just took liberties. I just think that when you do that, you just want to be careful because now if you take liberties like that, then you might the next one might be something else and set you up for failure. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't expect that to get this good of a conversation. I, I had a. I was gonna talk about the White Sox trading for Aaron Bummer, but yeah, I know we don't about care about that. Uh, or trading Aaron Bummer. That was uh, interesting. Five players for Aaron Bummer. Aaron Bummer wasn't Bummer. I don't even know that. I don't even follow. Yeah, I know. You have no idea who Aaron Bummer is. Hey, man, appreciate you guys for tuning in to Showing Love. Hit that like <laughs> button. Subscribe to the page. Y'all already know what to do, man. Leave that five-star view over on the podcast side. As always, it's boy Pat, the designer. Back at it again. Questions on the table. Do you think Jim Harbaugh's next stop will be the Chicago Bears? What's your prediction for Sunday's game? Drop that in the comments below. For the super producer, Joel Holt. It's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. One love. We'll be back live later tonight for Bulls versus Magic. Oh, God. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>